Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Reaction Pod, we're in the Harbourview Corridor once again, so apologies in advance for people looking for toilets, trying to get in the room upstairs, coming through the cheeky side door. Yeah, it's shut! He's listening to this in the past, but it's shut, so don't try and come through. It will will continue to be shut, so if you're in, if you see us recording this pod and you ask if upstairs is up, no it isn't. Yeah, exactly. Stop, well that was the voice of Matthew Keelan, Roy Fallow here with Craig Clark as well, to react to Fleetwood Town 1, Sunderland 1. Off the back of the victory at Doncaster, the you know p- level of performance was better than what we've seen so far. Fair to say, lads. Yeah, it was um, it was okay. <laughs> Don't sound too enthusiastic about. No, it was all right. Like just like in isolation, you take that. If, if we're having a good season, you think, well, we've gone away. We've probably deserved to win, and we've we've come away unlucky not to get the three points. But we need to win every game, don't we now? Yeah. But it's frustrating the refereeing. I mean, both of the penalties looked dubious, didn't they? The refereeing in this, especially, this especially theirs, and I know we're biased, but theirs was like. I mean, it wasn't. It just wasn't a penalty. It just wasn't a foul. But I mean, in a yeah, way. At least the one for ours was a foul. Whether it was inside the box yeah, or not yeah, is yeah, the other question. I, I would say, weirdly, it probably benefited us, them scoring quite early, because they, for some reason, had this defend what you've got mentality, and actually it allowed us to kind of. Take control of the game. The, the 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 thing for us wasn't that we didn't play well, which we did in patches. It was the finishing that let us down. We had numerous really good chances. Maguire or nine. White hit the post. He was really unlucky with that. The header or the keeper saved it. One of the two, maybe both. Um, so actually, when you look at it, we we did enough to win that game. They had some moments too where our defence was a bit fragile, but they were offside. So even if they put the ball in the net. It wouldn't have counted, and the goalkeeper did did really well yeah, on those yeah. occasions. Anyway, I think McLaughlin, to be fair to him, has had had a couple of really good games. Um, yeah, yeah. He's been instrumental in picking up the four points. I think it's just frustrating that the refereeing, whether it's benefited us or not benefited us or whatever, it's just the standard. It's just not good, is it? It's like almost has your pain for VR in a way. I'm being sarcastic. Like, no, but you look like you look at how the level of scrutiny in the in the top flight, and you yeah. think like like Grealish had a goal disallowed earlier because someone's sock was offside, like the back of the threads on the back of his sock, and you think like they can get away in this at this level, like two two tiers below. It's not as if we're in like you know. Like non league football, like right. you're playing, t- and it'll be the same in the championship as well. Yeah, yeah. Another, yeah, yeah. Like, you, they, they, like officials can make this, the decisions like that and they just stand. 
like it's like there's no like in between you're either offside because your nose hair's offside yeah. or like you can just give what you want and there's no con- there'll be no consequences to that referee for that decision oh no well he's, we, he's refereed us uh, quite quite a few times in League 1 last season so he's obviously like going yeah. to a standard isn't he's he crap. but to go like to the actual performance I thought attacking wise like you like you both alluded to we were quite positive. Like it's the main thing. Again, I go back to the main thing that I always say on these reaction pods is like chance creation. But why hitting the post? Or nine? Yeah, fair enough. It wasn't a shot on target, but it's a clear cut chance. If you if you were looking into as low there as low as I'm going to go into it, <coughs> XG that is like probably I don't know how it works, but that is like high <laughs> up on uh, that is high up on that, isn't it? If you if you are in the six yard box where you've got essentially a tap in and you know the Maguire chance as well, keeper did quite well but he should have buried it like we did look a lot more fluid going forward and and why is that as well is that Lyndon Gooch coming back into the side I don't think that's a coincidence like he just links the play really well he's always in between lines and he he's, he don't know he, he'd be in a position but he's not always there is he yeah. he's like he plays sort of almost in a free role at yeah. times yeah, 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 he, he, he was excellent I don't think it's a coincidence that he's <laughs> he's come back into the team and We've just looked so much better going forward. Like them, them chances you mentioned, White was so unlucky with a header. Oh, that was a brilliant move. Right. And, and to be fair, White he connected with that excellently good cross from or nine. I think he put the ball. Yeah, in. well, he undid that work <laughs> from the good cross by mi- what was he? Ah, well, I'm not going to even. No, that that miss and rolling around in pretty much stoppage time when we were chasing because to try and win the game. Penalty, and yeah. you're not hurt. Like just get up, like grow up. Like I know we're trying to be like a bit like positive, kind of positive because like you know we beat Doncaster and we've like played fairly well, well improved performance. But come on, man! Like stop being a child. Like that's <laughs> no, no but 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 it's true though. Like you can't like because he did that thing of rolling around loads of Doncaster and like everyone's like oh oh, oh nine is he cute and funny? No, mate. No, like you, you're a professional. You're a professional footballer. Then he put it on the Instagram page. Of him rolling about. That was the voice of Mark, by the way, who's just in the Mark, Mark had a really good point about the referee. Come on, Mark, you've got, you've got to make your good. The you've got to make your part time, by the way. Referees yeah. are part time. That is a fair point. You you get used to. You do get a stout two hundred pound a game. Yeah. Well, he should have got two pounds fifty <laughs> p a pound. Yeah, there it is. But it 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 does make a difference that because their whole life isn't. Preparing for games, no, it's not no. fitness. Aye, not, the fitness it doesn't come matter. in and given that penalty. No, but, it, your whole, but, but you're not that. your whole life isn't right. I'm preparing to referee this game. Well, it's I something sh- you do on the side, which is mental. A League One, League Two referee, and this season he's been stood down because he's not fit enough. So they do go through the fitness. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But well, now he's like, now well, he's doing it, it, referee assessing. Yeah, and he yeah. did it. Um, I can't remember what game it was. Our last but home game, he was there. It's their decision making, isn't it? And it's the fact that but they're not. If you're not spending your whole time refereeing and that because you're not full time, it, it's like the equivalent of being a part time footballer. You might train a couple of times a week, yeah, and then no. you're working full time five days a week. It's going to affect the oh, fact. Yeah, you, we, you, we you, you're going to be knackered. Like, you're, you're only human. In terms of keeping up with playing, I, I, I get that. I do, but no, like, I mean decision making no, as well. It matters. No, but does does that does that does that go to the point though that there should these these the, yeah exactly the should should they should they should be professionals shouldn't they? Because you know when you've got when you've got clubs like you know 
Uh, it, it sounds like grandiose, but like ourselves, who are a big club, there should be full time referees. It's a professional because league. it's professional yeah, exactly. It's not exactly right. part time players. At this point. It's not part time players. There we should players be full time referees. 10, 15 grand a week. But international yeah. football is playing in a division. Yeah. You've got like you a welder. But a to move away from refereeing, we were, we were like talking. <laughs> well, we've got one playing centre half, and which was I was going to move on to the defence actually. If, as good as you were going forward, our, our undoing was our defence. For all that we were saying, that wasn't a penalty for the foul. My God, the defender. Oh, about a million headers as we couldn't even get the ball out of the box. That was absolutely like, that. that's vile. And every time, we, 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 saw, we saw it against Doncaster as well. We saw it against Doncaster how their one chance essentially that carved us open to score. Fleetwood did have a few of them where a better side might have put chance away. We're very like, when Parkinson came in, everyone said, oh, we'll be tight at the back, but you won't be much going forward. And to be fair, broadly, we haven't been much at either end, but not seeing much of being tighter defensively, are we? No, that I would I would say, the, if you weirdly, the biggest disappointment with Parkinson was if you're just going to get us out of the division dirty, it was going to be, let's get the clean sheets going. And it hasn't really manifested. Yeah, yeah. And I think, again, it comes back to something I think all of us said about Jack Ross, which was there was a certain mindset around where we weren't being positive enough. As a fan base, we felt like the team wasn't positive mm-hmm. and it was quite negative. And I'd made the, the sort of anal- analysis or comment or whatever that maybe it was because the defence wasn't that good mm-hmm. and he's trying to protect it. And I think Parkinson is a naturally more negative manager yeah, yeah. than Ross has actually looked at it again and gone... Wait a minute, we need three centre backs here just to compensate for the fact we haven't got the quality. And it's interesting, isn't it, that a player who he's actually used as a third centre back and he's a left back, the Bock has been allowed to go back to, well, not allowed, he's been sent back to Leeds today. So he obviously doesn't, like Ross, I don't think either of them rated the, the defenders that no. they've had at their disposal. To be fair, gain to Parkinson today. Look, we've all criticised him, and rightly so. But he did this time what he should have done against Bolton. He took a centre-back off for a forward. And what more did have a really positive impact. And that's the first time I've really seen Parkinson have a really positive impact with his substitutions. That's a lot of that start the reaction he got from not doing that against Bolton. He's thought, shit, I've got to do this this time because if I I don't... And fair play, obviously, if he's turning on Bolton, whatever, like, you know, just going to sit and, like, criticise him and have a total, like, meltdown on him again. Like, he obviously... The decision against Bolton was was totally the wrong decision, and if he's taken that on board, not that he should be needed to be told that that was a wrong decision, but if he's realised that Ralph well, shouldn't have done that and moving forward, by the way, their first goal. Does anyone follow nine crap nineties football? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it is exactly. <laughs> well, the, the, the pinball nature of it. We were losing today. We're losing. We were losing. We weren't drawn. So would he have That's, made? The, I guess the point. Uh, would he have made the same decision, decision if it was yeah, we were yeah. drawn? Well, it was kind of what you when you mentioned Jack Ross there. To be fair, Craig, like it made us think of it was a very Jack Ross Sunderland performance of that like, going behind and yeah. taking and taking taking that yeah. to wake us up and actually playing fairly well after that. Like if you, if you did take the game in isolation, you come win. You can't much. I'm not particularly a fan of Phil Parkinson. Still don't you know these last these last two these last two results don't like change your mind on whether he should be in the job or not. I still don't think he should, but. I can't like nothing for today because we've hit the post. Luke O'Neill should be scoring from oh. four yards. Like, can't really blame the manager much for that. And like you, you were saying before, the substitutions are really positive. So, 
I don't know. It's it, 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 it's an odd feeling, isn't it, it's after weird. the past two games? Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Because, like, if we'd have beaten Bolton, like, 3-0 on Boxing Day, and you'd have gone, yeah. up, you'd have gone to Doncaster and won, which is a great way, obviously, it's a tough place. They're not having the best season, but it's good. I got a tough place to go. We've seen that last season. They're finishing the playoffs last season. Yeah. And like to go to Fleetwood, right? we lost to Fleetwood last season. Like we lost away. They're seventh. Yeah. Not like that's incredible. Yeah. Like, they're a oh, seventh exactly. place team. Oh, they're very ordinary, very functional. Uh, I know Barton wasn't on the bench today, which may have impacted their approach during the game. I don't know how that stuff really works in practice. Um, but I mean, they were really, really very just meat and potatoes stuff. Like they were just four four two. They scored a penalty. Yes, you're right, Rory, and I think I said it. They did have some opportunities. Yeah, the goalkeeper straight away, I think, didn't he? Like straight after they scored. But they were just it. generally. I mean, we dominated that game. Really we were just looking at the stats there. We had we had more shots, fewer on target, but we had more shots. We had twenty shots today. What did we had on target. I mean, just three, three unfortunately. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the problem. You. I'd have brought. Like, uh, I'd, I would. Yeah. I would have brought Will Grigg on today. Yeah, we were saying that, weren't we? It was. It was calling oh, out for McNulty. Was very unlucky with that effort. And he, he wasn't. Was, and actually, and actually like I've, I said it when we were watching the game, and I said it on this. Like I always go about shots on target. And, I guess with McNulty, that one that goes just wide, the one oh nine from you know over the bar and uh, Wyke hitting the post, like they are they don't count shots on target, but at least we're creating clear cut chances. Oh, yeah. And does and, but it's the players' fault, not not the yeah, manager's. Yeah, fault. exactly. And does that give you a little bit of confidence going forward? That at least like oh well, we've gone away from home to a side who yeah, much as they didn't look. Much they're seventh still, and how many points off the playoffs are we? Three, four, I think. Four, I think we're with the game in hand, so we win the game in hand. We win so oh, all of our games. That's a win, everyone. We know that. We won them all last year. Yeah, exactly. So, but the, I mean, Mickey did a really good analysis of this about like Parkinson, what he does when he comes in, and how he's a slow starter, and actually, four points from the last two games, like you say, one of those teams in seventh. I think everyone tipped Doncaster to be doing a lot better than they are. And uh, to be doing a lot better well, than well, we are. Of course did. And Portsmouth. Very, very much so. But, you know, suddenly if you... I feel today, if, to be to be fair to Parkinson, if we score that equaliser about 10 minutes early, we'd probably win the game. We said that with the 9 chance straight away, didn't, didn't we, Matthew? We looked at each other and said, if that had gone in, you're going to 20 minutes to go and you can push for the win. And when we scored the penalty, what, 80 minutes? Pretty much dead on, I think it was. Yes. There wasn't... I, th- I think we'd, we'd run out of steam by then, unfortunately. I'd just, I'd just love to know what it was between that sort of Tranmere win 
mm-hmm. and the stuff that's gone on in between the last sort of two performances. I know a few people thought the Shrewsbury performance was unlucky and we played well and then obviously we beat Southend but I found that very unconvincing given how bad Southend well, are one game Southend and they're not yeah, we beat them so that's fine we beat them we got the three points well, but when you look at do that against Bolton who are similarly poor exactly. and, and we're not we're still not winning enough games we're, we're not beating teams above us yeah. and we if you forget where Fleetwood are in the table this is something else I would agree with with Mickey about like we shouldn't be look like Blackpool when we played them at home. Don't look at where they are on the table. Yeah. Where do we want to be? We want to be in the top six, bare, bare minimum. And that means you, because of the, the sort of failure in the last two months, we have to start beating these teams. We have to win on Saturday against Lincoln. Yeah, we have to beat Lincoln. In, we interesting one, considering like that was kind of Ross's... It was that, the end of him in a way. Yeah, wasn't yeah. It? it was the end of him in a way. Exactly. So it's going to be interesting to see the sort of... The difference, isn't there? Were well, they just hammered Ipswich 5-3 the other day? Well, hammered. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, well, it just shows it. Look at Ipswich are fifth now. That's, yeah, well, that's they, they remarkable. They drew again today. They drew at Wickham today. Yeah. So they haven't won for, I think it's like seven games. So, Wickham so are on a poor run. As well. the team, three in a row and and they're still top. They are still top. So if they're top and Ipswich is sliding to fifth, Peterborough's sixth, they're within touching distance, four points. You're thinking, this is a poor league. I know one of you said that earlier, but you're absolutely right. We could still get promoted. I mean, I made a really good point, actually. I was talking to him after one of the dire games we played, and he was like, we are going to have to try... Narrow down a bit. (laughs) (laughs) Blended into one. Chillingham was the lowest of the low for me. We are going to have to try really hard to finish outside of the playoffs. Yeah. Like, like, as bad as we've been, it's like unbelievable that we're four points away from the playoffs. Blackpool, I think, were fourth when we played Mm -hmm. them. And I thought if they had anything about them, given the situation we were in at the time, there was a lot of negativity. There's still obviously negativity around the club for obvious reasons, because we are still in the bottom half of the third division but Blackpool Grayson he's never won at Sunderland he's never won at the stadium I like despite managing us <laughs> Great, and th- we were we were there for the take and that day and he did not he didn't go for the jugular so there's still teams look at us with respect in my opinion managers who do I think Fleetwood treated us with more respect than we perhaps deserved today yeah. um, and like I've said just before if we score an equal act, their goal helped us we we looked a bit. Bleh. We barely got we barely got out of our own half before before the penalty. He invited us after that. All right, yeah. they had a couple of chances as well, but that game stretched because we were one down, what, and it benefited us. So it really did. Do you think what we might get on Saturday is sort of a lot of what we saw last season from from Lincoln? Because obviously they've just come up from League Two. Yeah. So like obviously it's a bit of a. Though, I, still. Just mean, I just mean like. They've, they've not played at the Stadium of Light and like it's the whole like mm, yeah. they, they were yeah, they were in non-league a few years ago. Yeah, they might come with their tails up though, thinking we we've beat these ones this yeah, season. Right, like, I just wonder if like we're going to get some of that sort of cup because you'd imagine they'd bring quite a few, yeah. quite a few fans. But what it comes um, down to us is how do we approach the game? If we start like we did from about twenty minutes today, oh, it wasn't perfect. It was we keep saying. But we won the front doing, foot. Doing the we right thing. Temple yeah. got better and better as the game went on, didn't it? Yeah. Gooch has made a huge difference since he come back. I think, yeah, I think we've, 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 we've kind of alluded to Gooch, but like you need to like pulled out for praise because he was fantastic against Doncaster. He was really positive today, and I've been someone who's on the pod like last season would have 
to be honest, I was at the point of like would have been happy to see him sold because yeah, how, how self yeah written off for me, <laughs> like uh, because of how selfish he was being. He was just he was overplaying things all the time. But this season has been he's been totally different. He's just simplified things. He gets on the ball. He moves it on quickly and. He's arguably, at the moment, our most important player. I would say he's the most talented footballer in terms of who starts games. Because obviously McGeady's out of the picture. I would say he's the most talented footballer we've got. Like, by some distance, actually. I think you bring McGeady into that team today, we'd have won the game. That is the thing, like, it's something different that we were lacking, isn't it? And you've either got the... He's not going to swallow his pride now. Like McGeady's gone, and he's going to leave in probably right at the end of the window, like for just whoever comes in for him, or if he just like can cut your losses, or because remember he's probably on quite big wages, so someone who like you're going to negotiate a deal to take of what we've done with like Catamol and and Oviedo or whatever. But can we get someone in, even if it's a loan deal, who can do a similar thing? Given our recent January transfer windows, I'm tempted to say. No, we will not. Given our recent windows full stop, we've not we've not really had a good transfer window for <sighs> years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like 2016. Yeah. So yeah. That's a long time. We're not. Like, we're not really like, look, like for all these faults and that, and I've been like a critic of McGee, particularly in the championship season. Like, well, he was awful in the championship. Well, he was, no, he was. He like, was. Despite the goals, he, he did score and whatever. Like, I, you're not going to bring in anyone better than him. You're not. Well, we haven't brought a single player in really who's improved upon the ones who've left. Part of that's because of the division we're in, but it's also partly down to getting the recruitment right. And you look at some of the names we've been linked with, and you think, hmm, you're looking for someone to come in and score goals. This guy scored three goals for Newport, and you think, on loan, it's like. Where are we as a well, club? Just, Where are it's because I is Sterling, isn't it? It's like yeah, that. Yeah, like, yeah, well, well, but it's, that, it's a like, lower level version of that because he's a Bristol City player. I would, Do you know Sterling, what I mean? Sterling. But that's probably like, what we're going to end up with, isn't it? Like a, a young who is quite. Don't have just sent Sterling back. Actually, who's probably yeah. fairly promising at a big club like Tottenham, where Sterling was playing, and you're hoping he's going to do the job of a massively experienced player like Ian McGeady. It just doesn't work like that, does it? Because they don't have like the sensibility, the reading of the game that someone like McGeady does. But I guess to wrap it up, do we think we're going to get those players in? And what we alluded to before about touching distance from the playoffs and Parkinson being a slow starter and the sort of semi-improvement we've seen. What's your optimism levels for, let's say, getting in the playoffs out of 10, Matthew? You <laughs> Playoffs. Playoffs. Just, just, just to get into the playoffs. I think we will. 100%. Well, not 100%. I'm eight, pretty much 100%. 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10? It's incredible that we are that close to the playoffs after the run of form we've had. I just yeah. think it's an almost certainly that we'll finish probably at least 6th. Like, 6th a good position to finish. And it, uh, If you have a surge, is, is, which, again, coming back to Mickey's thing, is possible under Parkinson. It's not going to be a surge where you necessarily beat people 5-6-0 every week. Yeah. But you might go on a run of 1-0 wins. A run of 1-0 wins in this terrible division... You finish at least third, and that happens in in the other two divisions in the football league as well, in the championship, and and it doesn't necessarily mean we'll go up. We need to go, but we're, we're like a good, <laughs> as ridiculous as this is, we're like five, like a five game winning streak away mm. from being second. The problem is <laughs> if, if if well 
problem if, is you've won three games in like 15 or something. Oh, like yeah, that. like I don't mean this to get carried away, but just in terms of, you know, other teams, like we were talking about like Wickham and Ipswich, like underperforming, and even like Portsmouth, who were typically doing quite well, and they're not. So that, no that, that, that is keeping ex- it's 100% great. standout team because Paul Lambert's a really experienced manager. Yeah. And probably just said t- a new deal today as well. well. He came out the other day and was like, I don't know how long I'm going to be in charge for. I think I saw that flash up on Sky, Sky Sports News earlier. Apologies if that's incorrect. He's a funny one, but he is the best manager, barring Kenny Jacket, in terms of getting teams out of the league in the division. And Jacket's obviously had his oh, travail. Whoa, 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 Phil Parkinson's references. Come on. <laughs> oh, he, he did. Oh, we'll not go into that. Anyway, <laughs> but they're the two, for me, Ipswich as well, because of the size of the club, and Portsmouth, obviously. You thought, well, you think Wickham. Right, I know Luton did it last season, but Luton's a much bigger club than yeah, bloody they, Wigan. They, they were in the Miles championship when we got promoted under Roy Keane and stuff like that. Like the, you know, Carl said, no. and, and you know David Pleat, like Premier League, uh, not Premier League, but top flight club before the FA Cup. Lambert has got a new long-term contract. Maybe he feels like he's going to get backed in January. Then that could be the case, but hopefully, hopefully Phil Parkinson gets backed. Hopefully, this form keeps up. And Matthew's got a point that we're no, going to end on. I was on. just going to say, speaking of Wickham, they, uh, they got a point or? today, which is quite a good, obviously, result because Gareth Innsworth will definitely have had a gig last night with a big New Year's oh, Eve. Absolutely. Where do you think, right? He obviously had a function band sort of playing, mm. definitely in a pub like we are now in the harbour. What song do you think he ended on? Sex on Fire. Oh, yeah. Craig, what song? It, it, Gareth Innsworth's band, what song did he end on for the, for the countdown New Year's Eve last night? Well, it was in excess, wasn't it? So it'll have been that one that, uh, what the hell's it called? The, the really well known. Uh, that's the one. I think for New Year's Eve, I he does. You, I, at midnight would have been the remix. I know, Just, you know, five, four, three, to need you midnight, and uh, that kind nah, of thing. I, I think he does a different sort of one. I think they ended on Hungry Like the Wolf. And oh, well, I hope he did, because that would have been magnificent if he'd done it at the stage. And just like Gareth Sainsworth, is hungry like the wolf, we're hungry for promotion. Thanks for listening.